This podcast is sponsored by Magical Limitless Manifestations. You can follow them on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash limitless manifesting. This company helps you to live a better life by training you to have better patterns of thinking to achieve your goals in your life. Receive your complimentary consultation by responding at the Instagram site with I am in. Okay, welcome back, guys. This is Renee and Ashley. And we are with Let's Talk Television TV Blog. Um, today, we're going to be reviewing Nancy Drew. And which episode is that, Ashley? It's the last three ones The Legend of the Murder Hotel. The Quest for the Spider Sapphire and The Bargain of the Blood Shroud. Okay, and also at the end, we'll have our surprise review from one of my favorite shows. I wouldn't say ever, but that's pretty that intense. That is pretty intense. It really is. You know, when you, when you watch shows more than five or six times... <laughs> You start thinking they're probably one of your favorites. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> so um, this first uh, Nancy Drew episode, it kind of reminded me of the monster of the week. And you know how I like that. I feel like the last three kind of reminded me of monster of the week episodes, which I love. I really, really like these last three episodes. We were like, we're so supernatural spoiled. <laughs> that's because that's the only thing I can think of to compare it to. I the guess. first episode, oh. most definitely, the Legend of the Murder Hotel, mm-hmm. the very beginning. I was right. wondering if you were thinking the same thing. So <laughs> I was yeah. like, am I watching Supernatural? <laughs> They're seeking out Nancy Drew for her help. Yeah. And she's kind of like, um, now who are you? <laughs> it was just, it was so much like Supernatural because you know how Supernatural a lot, uh, of course they do the Monster of the Week episode, but lots of times when they, when they show Monster of the Week episodes, they'll have young people in there that are kind of, kind of yeah. daffy and stupid, you know, the whole satirical kind of. Uh, yeah, young dumb people and the stupid stuff that they do. That's what it reminded me yeah. about. Like you, like you knew this place was haunt was haunted, but then you get scared when you go there. Yeah, does that make any yeah? Sense? You know it's haunted, <laughs> but you're gonna take your asses there anyway. <laughs> it's the standard exactly. typical horror fair where hello is somebody there? Of course somebody's there. There's a demon there in the corner. They've been talking about this for 90 <laughs> years that there was someone there. Is somebody there? 
And this is exactly what this episode was That's like. exactly what it was like. <laughs> the first, it was interesting because the first girl told the, the other girl, you know, what to expect, you know. But then um, she wasn't gone but a few minutes and then the other girl disappeared. It was like, she was kind of like, what? This, you know, that didn't happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> so she was a... Uh, quite surprised with the different difference <laughs> I love this episode I thought it was so so well crafted except for the part where I got their intention but I don't think that it translated well so I love the, be- Which the I love the beginning part but the part where uh, the girl is gone has gone missing and then Ace is mm-hmm. babysitting them or whatever and oh. I feel like they were trying to make it really funny by the mm-hmm. things that they were doing. And it almost worked, but there was just something that was really off about it. Uh, maybe because they're babysitting people that are in college or high school. Or yeah, but I feel, like, I feel like if it was an episode of Supernatural, it would have worked. But there was just something about it, like, I, I don't know, I, it, it, something was just off about it. Like, I, it could have worked, but it just didn't. That was the only thing in the episode that didn't fit. It was kind of clunky. Yeah. That, that's the word I'm thinking of. It was, I mean, it was kind of like, first of all, they're not that, the, the age difference wasn't enough to make it logical I think yeah to me because like if, if they were 12 years old and you know Ace and Nick were watching them it would make more sense then these girls were weren't they were they in college they were in college were in high school. they were in college I thought so they were in college so it just didn't really make sense I mean I get that they didn't know what they were doing obviously messing with the, the ghost situation but it just, it didn't, you're right, it didn't seem realistic. And I think you hit the nail, I think you hit the nail on the head, what I was trying to pinpoint why it didn't work. And it's, it was very clunky, the way they went about it. I feel like there should have, there could have been a different response from Ace. I feel like he was just kind of there in the corner doing nothing. I don't know. It just it was it was done in a really clunky manner, but I feel like if it was done on supernatural, see I'm not a writer. You are though, so you could you could definitely find a way to make it work. I feel like if the writers of a show like Supernatural had this in their hands, they would have done something in a, a really witty kind of way. Right. I thought it was also really funny when uh when he said you can't make pancakes you don't make pancakes in the oven apparently you can I did not know that (laughs) I just read an article about a month ago where I think it's a French technique so Odette Odette could teach them how to (laughs) to make pancakes in the oven but but is it pancakes or is it crepes it's pancakes because French, the French make crepes. The French do make crepes. Um, 
No, but well, it. Uh, what I read was that it was pancakes <laughs> in the oven, and maybe it wasn't actually a French recipe. Maybe I'm just kind of melding them together in my mind. But I read something where it definitely says that you can make pancakes in the oven. I actually had a French woman teach me how to make crepes. Ooh. Ooh la la. <laughs> I've never had crepes before. Mmm, they're very good. <laughs> it's kind of weird because I adore pancakes. So I'm surprised that I've never had crepes. They actually have a, they have a crepe place in Bellingham. Mm. And uh, Michael had taken me one night. Um, and then I had gone with someone else. Of course, they, you know, they have, you know, fancy stuff that they put on it because it's like a crepe place. Of course. <laughs> so you get different varieties, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I like the idea of the episode. It, it also had some things about it that were kind of a little convoluted. Like the room with the door and the stairs and the, um, like, was it like a slide that they fell down or slid down into the basement or something? It was a, a dumbwaiter, I think. Okay, dumbwaiter. Yeah. Thank you. I hope that someone was at the bottom of something with their butt hanging out at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember that the girl, she jumped on the dumbwaiter. And I guess she crashed to the ground. Okay. Okay. Like it didn't go down. Yeah, I remember slowly. the back. I think, I think she broke the rope or something. Okay. Yeah, because she maybe didn't know exactly what was going on. Well, I. Yeah. No. I've never seen how a dumbwaiter works. I know the I know the logistics of it, but I mean, it's it's for food, right? It. I mean, it's not right. supposed to carry a human no. <laughs> so maybe that's why the rope yeah. broke yeah it's just to bring food up and down through the the back section of the wherever they have it in the house either the back section or the middle section or wherever but yeah it's just for food speaking of um, that when I think it was Nancy who said Oh yeah, back in the day, in true Nancy fashion, I love how she basically knows everything. <laughs> she knows, she knows little tidbits about everything here and there. But anyway, she brought up in the episode that back in the day when they had servants, they had all these little hideaways so that basically things could get done for all the hotel guests without you actually seeing the servants which was just right, kind of exactly. gross to me I I really? yeah yeah I mean maybe you see it differently than me but in my opinion it was kind of like we don't want to see the help you know they're not they're not good enough we don't really want to did you see it differently than I did um yeah I I don't think of it I don't think of it that way so much as just easy for them to come and go if they don't have to deal with a bunch of people on the way to what they're gonna do okay instead of walking through the 
you know, walking through a gathering or, you know, if someone doesn't want to be disturbed, then they have a, another way to go about their business. Okay. Get things done. You know, I, I don't think of it um, maybe less about class, more about consistency and getting things done faster. Okay. <laughs> I like that. But, yeah. Um, I probably the way that she said it, it was more like what you were thinking. <laughs> because, you know, she's really part of this really, you know, wealthy family, but she doesn't want to be part she of it. She doesn't want to be part of it. Yeah. Right. So she's looking at them as, as because, you know, somehow their wealth is bad or dirty or it's not, you know, it's not her, it's not her quote unquote way of thinking. You know, I think she meant it more like what you were thinking. <laughs> Maybe that is what I gleaned from it. I don't know. I think so. It's okay. I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so you said um, back to how you felt that it was a little bit convoluted. Why is that? Well, I, I guess, you know, when like... Obviously, the other girl was in their in their room before. Yeah, and I guess it just seems like if she didn't find this hidden, this that, and the other, how did the one that was in there the second time find it? Um, and then there to be so much of the whole system of it, you know, one door leading to the the hidden section and going all the way down to the basement, and I don't know. See, I thought that that was why. Why? I thought that was really cool. The one thing I love about... Well, I see... I definitely see what you're talking about. That didn't even occur to me. Like, why was it that the girl that was in the room before didn't know that that door was open? Because Nancy said that, oh, she must have seen a sliver of light when the door was ajar. So how come that didn't happen with the girl before? How come she didn't see it? Um, right. Why? Why this this person? Yeah, yeah. But the one thing that I really love about Nancy Drew is that there are some super supernatural aspects in the show. I don't know yeah. if there are with the books, but it's a little bit like Scooby Doo, where you think that everything relates to the paranormal and the supernatural. But it's usually just a mystery. So you think that there's right. actually some kind of ghost that's there, but it's not. You find out within the course of the episode that there's all these things that when they add up, you realize, oh, it's just crazy human beings. It's not actually right. ghosts or the paranormal. <laughs> that's one thing I really yeah. do like about the show. And I'm sure even though I've nev never read the books, I'm sure it's like that in the books, too. Yeah, I like that. What is it Dean says? Humans. You know, demons I get. Humans? No. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, what did you think about the next episode? Um, well, first of all, I was watching the one afterward. And then I realized I must have missed something. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. 
Yeah, because I'm like, wait, what is she talking about? She's not, you know, she doesn't have her inheritance anymore. And then I realized that I was watching the wrong one, so I had to back up. But that um, happened to me with legacies. I, I just, I'm going to just, you know, okay, guys, just a reminder, these are all spoilers for the whole season up to the one last night, which we haven't seen yet. <laughs> but um, Bess suddenly became more interesting in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You were Finally. <laughs> I know you were going to say that. Um, so um, even though, you know, I already liked Bess, I thought she had that amazing Oh no, don't get me wrong, I love her accent. Um, but anyway, I was just thinking about this today, about how, you know, she was already a thief, but then it, it looks like her partner in crime may have been the one, I'm thinking, that actually took her in that direction. Yeah. Like he was probably the mastermind of it. Um, and she just went along with it because she was kind of like orphanated, you know, with you know nowhere to, no one to be with and nowhere to be. And um, well, her so her here she's her mother kicked her out. Yeah, right. That's what I yeah mean. yeah. She's out on her own, and she ran into this guy who was probably a big charmer, con man guy, and so he's trying to hang everything on her. She doesn't have the attitude of like a hardened criminal. Oh, she's yeah. just like a petty, yeah, you know. Um, and then suddenly we realized maybe even she got to that point because of the winding road that she had to take to survive, you know, with this this Joker that showed up. Who, I, I'm sure he did charm her, but as as an audience member he was not charming to me at all which is so strange because you know Americans we're sucker for we're suckers for British accents but he just um, ooh, I I was put off by him I mean I'm sure that that was the effect that was supposed to be had okay um, Ashley there's something going on with the phone there is um can you tell by your computer if you're recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, but my thing says join recording like I need to push a button. No, it, but I'm not going to. It says that it's recording. And you can hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm just going to assume something is wrong on my end because right now it's saying nothing is happening. That's weird. Okay, I just wanted to make it a stop so I'll be able to edit it out. Okay, um, yes, definitely the bad guy in this situation. Kind of makes you wonder how she met up with him, besides, you know, not having anywhere else to be. <laughs> well, did she say why her mother threw her out of the house? Um... I know her, her mom wasn't wanting to be connected with the Marvins. Yeah. Oh, maybe they cut her off. Does it? Uh, does Bess have a... Didn't she have a brother or something? Oh, I actually don't remember. Why do I feel like there was someone else connected to her recently? 
Well, you know what? I may just be getting that confused with uh, what's his Ace. Name? No, the other guy. Nancy's dad. Oh, Carson. Nancy's dad. Oh, her her red her real dad. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Hudson. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's like, no. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Unless I missed it somewhere. But yeah. Um. I think from what I can remember, her mom didn't want to be involved in the family for some reason or they kicked her out one or the other I wouldn't be surprised if they kicked her out because you see I mean you see how how her aunt handled handled best yeah yeah I like that um so what about George and her French accent is she getting better <laughs> I'm on the line about it. I feel <laughs> that on one hand, her French accent is really impressive, but at the same time, it seems over the top. Yeah, but I think it's a, it's probably the personality that's inside of her. <laughs> I think she does oh, a great yes. job, most definitely. I maybe that's that's what it is. I see. I love George's voice though too. I love how deep her voice is. I don't know. Right. I don't know what it is, but for some reason, I I guess a lot of people do. They love those raspy, husky female voices. Yeah, I I um, I do sometimes. <laughs> I I I really love them. Um, but yeah, I think that the actress that plays George already has a really nice tone to her voice. And when Odette comes out, I think I think it, it, it is pretty sexy. It's just it's really it's really even. It's really nice. She does a very good haughty tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's very interesting for Nick. <laughs> What do you think of her voice, her French accent? I I like it. Yeah. Um, it surprises me though when it shows up because it's like, oh wait, that's Odette. It's Odette. <laughs> you never know. Oh, and, and and this 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 name Odette, the first time in recent history that I remember this name is Odette Hadalecki. and I've seen oh. like three Odettes since then. Really. It's like, um, where'd this name come from? <laughs> like, it, I didn't think it was a popular name until recently. But th- that happened also with the name Freya. Um, right. I remember Freya from the um, that Witches of East, East End. Yeah. I think it's but then suddenly there was other Freyas in different TV shows. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not a popular name. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, it's probably probably my manifesting thing, where something catches my ear, and then suddenly I'm I'm drawn to it, to it repeatedly. Like, oh, that was interesting. So I keep seeing it, and I keep hearing it, and it keeps showing up. So I'm just gonna blame it on manifesting. You know, o- Odette. <laughs> it sounds like a really old name. I'm. Yeah. I mean, 
obviously it's a French name too, but it sounds yes. like an old lady name. <laughs> it's yeah. from the 1800s, which it uh-huh. seems like it probably is because Od- Odette was born in was it the late 1800s? Yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe it's also coming back in style. Maybe. Um, <laughs> there's there was some other name I I don't remember what it is, but it sounded like a very old name, and it's back in style. So I guess they you know they just uh, yeah. go in out of style. Yeah, but it it was odd to me though, because like I said, until Jared named his daughter Odette, Odette. I would thought first I was like, really? I'm sorry, you know. Well, <laughs> and I was kind of kind of obsessed with the idea that they chose that name <laughs> it's a and really so I just feel like name. I'm drawn to it now <laughs> it's a really pretty name but it's an old it's not name. a bad name yeah it just seems really old yeah. that was what I was it's not a bad name yeah it just seemed old and I just I feel like I had that my attention on it and so I feel like I'm like drawn to it now oh there's I'm also so um Odette Annabelle Dave Annabelle's, Who's that? Dave Annabelle's ex-wife. I don't know these people. <laughs> She's been... <laughs> I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff. I've seen her in a couple TV shows. She... The last thing I saw her in was Supergirl. Hmm. I think I might have seen it. I could have saw it on the IMDb page. Because I definitely was looking at that the last, I don't know, two or three months ago. I don't remember what her her maiden name is I think it's a lot more interesting than her married name she kept her married name I thought her maiden name was beautiful but probably back to the show right yeah I'm sorry (laughs) sorry guys it's part of the show okay she's in the show it's Miss Odette Miss Odette (laughs) we were talking about George's her accent. Raspiness. Her raspiness. I love the way she says Nicholas. He's like, my name is Nick. It's Nick. It's (laughs) not Nicholas. Odette is sassy. I like her. Yeah. She's a little bit George. Come on, admit it. (laughs) She is a little bit George. She totally is. Yes. And you know, throughout the entire episode, I thought, Ashley, you have such a dirty mind. But then Nick addressed what I was thinking at the end of the episode. Do you know what I'm talking? You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yes. It's like we get share time, or how are we gonna know who's where in the bed? Or- <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna bring up in this podcast, I did not think that Nick would reference that at all. I was gonna bring up oh. So if uh, you should. if uh, <laughs> if if Nick slept with Odette, would that be cheating on George? <laughs> I know, right? Well, but I just decided they're sharing a body. No, no, <laughs> no, no. And I think from what he said, but, he also agrees that that wouldn't be cheating. Yeah, but then unfortunately, unfortunately, she heard him talking. Her ears were burning. Her ears Someone were burning. Someone is talking about me. Yes. Someone <laughs> is, is talking about me. 
<laughs> and then off she goes. Crazy Bill. <laughs> uh oh, where'd Odette go? No, I love the way they figured it out so fast, though. <laughs> of course. Not a lot of dancing to please. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was pretty interesting. He's like, I love George and I'll have to jump too. Oh, come on. Don't be so dramatic. Talking about being overly dramatic. Maybe I'm being a little bit too harsh on Bess. (laughs) You're always harsh on Bess. It's okay. I think that Bess is, she's beautiful and she's got a beautiful accent, a beautiful British accent. But she's a little bit of a drama queen. We see that, I mean, it is, it's devastating. It really is devastating for your family to snub you. I mean, her, her mother kicked her out. Her mother said she didn't want her around. And then her aunt goes and does the exact same thing. That's terrible. But Bess does, does not have any stoicism. She's not at all like Nancy or or George or Nick or, or Ace or any of them, honestly. She's maybe supposed to add a little comedic element, but come on, when she was on the couch and she's like, oh, I don't want to get up. I just want to sit here and be <laughs> It's a little irritating. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think it's probably because it's such a contrast to the rest of the people in the show. You know, Nixon, Nick and George are dealing with a lot of stuff and Nancy's dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, everybody is. So it's like she is not like playing part of the team, really. No. She's just like, go any further. <laughs> I think she, she really likes attention. She's a little bit of a drama queen. A little bit of a drama queen. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps so. <laughs> I still I still like the character. I just I, yeah. I think that she could still have especially after these episodes where she features a lot more prominently than she has been, you know, we get a glimpses into her past. I I feel that I should be more attached to the character and yet I'm I'm not. Does that make sense? I feel right. that the character yeah, should be more developed, but yet she's not. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's just a matter of also, you know, everyone's drawn to different characters. Yeah. And you're just you're drawn to her. I'm not drawn <laughs> to that character. Right. So, the last episode, or that was that was kind of part of the last episode, I think, too. The last two episodes were a little interconnected. Okay, because so, we just talked about the second episode. Yeah. So the last episode seemed connected to the previous one. Well, we see... I was about to say Odette. I mean, we, <laughs> we see Bess on the couch at Nancy's... Yeah, Nancy house, Nancy's house, and you know she's sad and everything. But you know, one thing I do really like is the friendship between her and Ace. I yeah. I love their friendship. I think he's probably the only one in the group that would baby her. 
and that's that's why their friendship is so nice yeah everyone else I don't think they've put up to it as well they're a little more a strong-willed Nancy and George and Nick maybe that's why I don't like Bess as much I don't dislike the character but I would just like to see a little bit more from her especially with what she's been through you would expect to see a, um, somebody with Grub. a little bit more grit right perhaps yeah but I mean I, there may have been times where she's come through for people oh yeah definitely I think maybe maybe she just needs a, a tender moment uh, to be to wallow and then Carson helped her out with that. Gave her I something like that a lot. I really it, liked those moments that was between her and him. It was very touching of him. And then I just it happened, I thought, you know what? That's why he did so well with Nancy. You know? Ah, uh, yeah. Because um he well, you know, it actually kinda seems like they let her have her way pretty much. But they also supported her. Yeah, all those years, and she wasn't even theirs. <laughs> well, so not biologically. Yeah, not biologically, but yeah. it's a big support. <laughs> it so, looks yeah. like Nancy has a new love interest. Yeah. Oh my God! I totally forgot about the Bobsy twins. I was gonna <laughs> Google them. I was gonna Google them because I thought. Are they really? They must. They must be connected to Nancy Drew, or they would have never brought him in the show. Yeah. But it's something you hear it your entire life. It's like a saying. Oh, are you one of the Bobsy twins? You know, it's just kind of like a, almost like a, like a joke you would say. And then to have them in the show, they're obviously part of their, the Nancy Drew storyline. I had no idea about that either it was it's just one of those sayings you hear oh like the bobsy twins (laughs) exactly that's what i mean but then like they're actually they have them as real people in the show it's kind of it you know it's kind of funny in a way because for some reason it's reminding me of riverdale and how um archie's gang were so innocent (laughs) in the cartoons and then they brought them to the CW, and there's nothing innocent there, about them. There's absolutely nothing in, innocent about oh, them in the CW. Yeah, murder and cheating and lying and sex. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's the exact opposite of the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know? At least the one we saw. <laughs> I don't know what cartoon they were referencing. Um, but um, for some reason, I thought about that when I thought about the Bobsy Twins, but... Yeah, so Gil Bobsy got a little dark side there. And then um, his sister Amanda, it took me a few minutes to remember that she was related to him because I'm thinking, you know, her friendship with Ace, you know, that's what I remember. It's like, oh, right, that's so and so's sister, <laughs> you know? But um, that is that's interesting the way they pulled that out of their hat. <laughs> what do you think about the burgeoning romance 
between Amanda and Ace? Uh, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. I don't... Seems a little... My favorite word today. Convoluted. <laughs> like maybe we had to have someone for Ace to like. And here she is. You know, I don't see chemistry. I agree with you. There doesn't seem to be a lot of chemistry between them. Seems a little forced. Um, whereas with Gil and Nancy... Oh, there's um, a lot of chemistry. Yeah, uh, that's a little different. Um, I liked when they found the stuff at the grave. Where someone had uh, buried, buried stuff from when he was a child. Mm-hmm. That he buried it, right? Yes, because he had his little hiding spots around town. Yes, right. it kind of makes you wonder if people have hiding spots in general. Oh, they do. I you mean, they have to. You know, I have a story. This is interesting. I was sitting at getting my car done one day at the uh, auto shop. I'm not lying. There was a guy telling a story about how um, someone bought a house and in the backyard was buried many, many, many jars of money. What? I thought you were going to say bodies. Money's much better. Money. Jars and jars and jars of money. And this guy, uh, probably once he, he found the one, then they were digging up the whole yard and it was like, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars. So you never know what you're going to find <laughs> when you start digging. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. But I, honestly, it's probably pretty common. And this is going to sound bad, but I would say in the South or where people don't have a lot of money, sometimes mm-hmm. they hide it or they save it away, like something like that in their yards or in the mattress or whatever. That makes sense. I've definitely heard about older people especially hiding money in mattresses. I don't think it's necessarily just older people, but um, especially if you feel that you're not secure. Exactly. Definitely want to have money somewhere. I've never done it, but you know, I'm not surprised if people do it it kind of makes sense you know like what if something happened with our banking systems and you had nothing right there's a there's a mem going around with a mattress and I don't know if it's just you know for show but they have it pulled up and under the mattress is you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars and they're like you do if you found this money <laughs> well I'm a pretty altruistic person I'd want to give it right back to whoever put well, it I mean, I don't know I think it was probably well my idea I don't remember if this part of the information was like it was like maybe you bought you had bought the lot or I want to say it was a hotel room or something um, but I think it seems like it might have been a hotel room because I, I think I remember someone saying, what if the, what if the person comes back <laughs> or something? But I, my mind 
the first flash I remembered was like the open mattress. But when I think about it, I think it was like a hotel. <laughs> so yeah, if there was someone still in the hotel, I think I would leave it alone. You would leave it alone, but you never know if they're going to come back for it. Yeah, that's true. But uh, anyway, we just got off on another trail. <laughs> the Bobsy Twins. The Bobsy Twins. Yeah, Gil and Nancy were, they had a lot of chemistry going on. I mean, yeah. that was so funny when Gil said, aren't you glad that we didn't pick the lock? Isn't this more fun? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that Gil's extremely handsome, but he's pretty attractive. He's he, he seems exactly. like good. Him and Nancy have good chemistry. I I think that they also have things in common, you know, with their childhood, with their their mother not being but around. Some, someone warned warned her against him. Um, they said don't trust him. Who was that? Ace. Um, was it Ace? I remember she went to the table after someone told her. Yeah, that was Ace. That was Ace. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm guessing he has a reason for saying that. I guess we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if he does have a reason for it because he knows. He's a hacker. He knows stuff. He's a hacker, <laughs> yeah. He knows stuff. Yeah, I, I kind of get that vibe from Gil, though. Kind of a little rebel, wild side. Like he's not, like... not very forthcoming with everything. He seems like he's a good, maybe intermediary, like a good, a good fling. Yeah. Let's see. Definitely not that... long term. What's the uh, what's the rebound? A rebound. <laughs> yeah, a good rebound. Like uh, Blair would say, um, "Get your fun and move on." <laughs> <laughs> Just for play, you know. So, I thought the episode was pretty good, though overall. It, you know, it was another instance of. We thought that it was about the supernatural, but it was just... Well, actually, the the mom did feel that something was following her, which it probably was. That, I'm sure, is connected to the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, but her being gone and how she wasn't actually murdered, how right. she was still alive, that's yeah. a huge bombshell. Yeah, that's not, not something you want to believe. If you that's thought that's definitely that not something you want to believe for a long, you know, many years thinking that you have to get, okay. you have to have a chance for your mind to like adjust. Yeah, Amanda seemed to take it pretty well because it is TV land. You know, it takes her all of three hours to adjust. Do you think that she's like? Okay, it's probably she's probably better off, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's not like they're that they're not different in age, so that couldn't be it. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you ask me a question? No, any final thoughts on the episode? Um, 
No, I have to say for um, that I'm looking forward to the next one. I am I too. I'm getting in the groove of now that we knew the first part was, you know, part of the last season. Part of the last season, yeah. Moving on to blue skies. <laughs> I so, yeah. I like this season better than the first one. The first one was very good. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I just feel like they're really finding their footing and there's a lot more character development. It's not mostly about Nancy. It's about the whole Drew the whole Drew crew. Right. That's always good. Um yeah. I think I'm I think I'm good with it. Cool. So now on to your review of Devious Mates. Devious Mates. Five stars, guys. Um, If you like mystery, if you like decadence, if you like wealth, but you believe wealthy people have secrets, (laughs) you'll love this show. (laughs) Those are the best kind of secrets. Wealthy yeah. people with secrets. You don't really care so much about poor people with secrets. Have you noticed that? <laughs> well, it's according to what the secret is. <laughs> that they're the actually wealthy. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's the best secret ever. Um, so, of course, spoilers for all seasons. All five seasons of Devious Mates. Um, so, I'm going to go hit the high points. Um, so that there's, I want to, let me, let me count the maids off. There's Zoila and her daughter Valentina. There's Carmen, who wants to be a singer. There's Rosie. And there's Marisol, which is really the star of the show. And it seems I like love that maybe, name. That's a beautiful be, name. Maybe another one that came and went during the show but those are the mates and it starts out with a party of course because you know if you're wealthy you have to have a party you have to have a party anything and everything once a week that's how they you know pretty much do the shows um so and there's a murder in the first episode and so, you know, they set it up as if they got the murderer right away. Well, it's season one, episode one. So we know right off that the person they, they arrested is probably not the murderer. Probably not. <laughs> so we spend the whole season trying to figure out who done it. Um, and so during this season... We've, uh, we see Zoila and her daughter, Val- daughter Valentina, and they work for Miss Genevieve Delator. And she is Erica Kane from All My Children. Really? She looks the same almost. Um, the magic. <laughs> yes. And her ex husband is Stephen Collins from Seventh Heaven. He's a jerk. <laughs> from seventh heaven is that the guy that played the dad yeah yeah oh yeah well we won't go into that part but anyway yeah. her he's her ex-husband who treated her bad 
anyway, so Zoila and Valentina work for Jean-Vierre, and she's, um, she's been married six times. So that's kind of relevant during the show. What? And then <laughs> she says when she needs money, she gets married. At least the woman's got a plan. <laughs> I um, still can't get over the getting married six times. Oh, yeah. Apparently marriage is just a number. Um, <laughs> so the other maid, Rosie, she works for Spence and his wife. For some reason, I can't think of her name. Um, they're both movie stars. And Rosie is, of course, their Latino maid. She's very judgmental. She goes to, you know, confession and all this stuff. And she's very like, you can do that. It's not, it's not right. God won't like it. She says that a lot. Um, and then the other maid, um, Marisol, is actually pretending to be a maid because the young man who was arrested in the first episode is actually her son and she is investigating uh, investigating it she's actually a professor pretending to be a maid um, she's basically the inside maid <laughs> trying to find out who really killed the maid is the one that was murdered in the first episode um, she was actually uh, also a prostitute um, wait so the maid she was that was a murdered. Prostitute, a professor. And no, 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 no. Different maid. people. Different people. Different people. Oh, okay. Marisol. Marisol is a fake maid. She's really a professor. But she goes undercover as a maid to find out who really, really killed the maid in the first episode. Um, in the first episode, God, what is the woman's name that died? The woman that died was a maid. But she was also a prostitute. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Her employer was passing her around. She oh, didn't mind because she, she made money off of it. Oh, okay. So she was complicit in it. Yes. Um, anyway, so that's like, um, I'm trying to think. So the people that she worked for, the one that died, are looking for help now. <laughs> and so they hire um i think the first person they hire is marisol because she's really good at uh you know getting information out because she's like you know she's college educated and obviously she's a professor so anyway um we find out that these people are um the husband is the one that has the service of prostitutes for his rich friends um, we find that over time. I don't think we really figure it out too soon. Um, but anyway, Marisol is their maid briefly. She's actually another couple's maid. Um, he's a lawyer, and his wife is an ex-prostitute. Um, a lot of prostitution <laughs> going on here. Well, she's ex. It was something she did when she came to Hollywood and, you know, she realized it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't for it was, her. Yeah, it was more like for some money. Um, but she ended up working for the people where the maid had gotten killed. Um, he, the guy that 
instituted this thing of watching people. Basically, he gets off on watching his friends get off with people. Oh, um, so, talk about convoluted. Well, during the show, though, it doesn't seem convoluted because this is like over the show you find this out. This isn't all the first season. This is like throughout the season. Uh, probably all the okay. way up through the fourth or third. They, they actually they draw it out for a while. But anyway, it's kind of, it's, what I like about it is, of course, the personalities of the maids. They're like, you know, very close to each other and they help each other out. And the, um, they're, you know, the people are just people living, you know, their wealthy lives, you know. John Vieb is really close to her maid, Zoila. They're more like sisters. And then Zoila has a daughter and the daughter is in love with J- John Vieb's son who is wealthy. And um, actually, they actually end up getting married. But um, that that situation is probably more calm than some of the show. Um, <laughs> because it, it's very relationship-oriented. You know, because, you know, the woman in charge is really close to her, her maid. She just sees them as people. But obviously, they're still her help. <laughs> um, and then the people at the house where the maid has died is of course looking for help and so what happens is the maids end up kind of taking turns helping Marisol figure out the mystery by going to this house because she assumes you know obviously somewhere in the house is the reason that this this person has died and so over the course of the time uh Rose works Rosie works there Marisol works there and Valentina works there so three of them actually end up in the house to help investigate um so it's kind of interesting like i said the way they help each other out and then um marisol and i think season two or three she actually she's right after what happened with the investigation she wrote a book about it so she is like really popular um she's like wealthy now herself and she falls in love with someone who's richer than any of the other people wow and, they get engaged and marry, but he has a secret. Oh, of course he does. Almost, almost gets him killed. Oh. Um, and he ends, actually ends up dying, but she married him before he died because he wanted to make sure someone else um, didn't get his money. He wanted to make sure that she got it. So she ended up being wealthy. So ended up, she ended up being a professor who pretended to be a maid and ended up being wealthy. And so she has that kind of attitude of, you know, she knows who she is. Yeah, I'm wealthy, but I also know who I am and I know where I came from. So yeah, she's, because she's kind of gone uh, through it all. <laughs> maid, uh, maids and professors don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So she made her money from the book, and then of course she inherited her her ex husband or her ex husband's money. And um, so they have that. And then uh, Valentina and her, the guy that she's in love with, they they actually move away and get married later on. And then um, Jean-Vierre, she was going to marry the guy, um, Stephen Collins guy, but she found out he was, he hasn't, he hadn't changed. He cheated on her the entire relationship. So she never actually marries him. 
she thought about it because she really wanted to be with you again. But something else happens and um, she ends up with, you know, enough money to keep being herself. <laughs> to, keep her house, to keep her house and everything. And then Zoila, um, she's married in the beginning to um, a Hispanic guy, but they have some time apart and she falls in love with a chef. Mm. Um, but in the end, they end up breaking up because she actually gets pregnant by her ex-husband. She kind of cheated on the chef when they were oh, like, no. like, you know, they were dating, but they weren't dating. Um, but she ended up getting pregnant and she ended up losing the baby though. So, you know, there's enough drama to go around and it, it's hilarious the way that they, the way they talk, the way they relate to each other is just so hilarious. And Rosie, one of the maids, one that that's at the um, celebrity house, she falls in love with the husband, uh, Mr. Spence, as she calls him, and he just loves her because his wife treats him like crap. So he falls for oh. the, he falls for the maid, and they end up getting married. And pretty much, they're probably one of the happier couples, but not within the show. It kind of you kind of see it over time. Yeah, but they're really. Um, they're really good together and he is played by the guy from Dynasty um, Grant Show he, really? He, he's Mr. Spence in the Devious Mates yeah that's funny yeah and it's funny because I'm looking at him thinking it wasn't that many years ago he looks really younger of course they're probably making him look older on Dynasty on Dynasty yeah because the guy that played him played the original Carrington had white hair so this Carrington, he's he's played in like an older I mean he's they older. Want him to look a little bit older. Yeah, even though he is older, but I'm just thinking between the two shows, it wasn't that many years, you know. Not that much time has passed. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of funny because I'm like sometimes I'm like, I just have to look this up. I can't try to remember, you know, the difference in the ages. <laughs> but no, I really like it because of the camaraderie and the funniness. They're just hilarious with each other and you know, even the people who are supposed to be you know, rich and strange and weird, they have this, like, obviously they have the human human side of it. And I highly recommend it if you like a good laugh and you don't mind some things that come up. Because they're not, it's not like they're uh, blaring it or, like, it's not like a lot of, um, it's more innuendo, innuendo. Um, it's more tame than Ginny and Georgia. Um, it, it's it's very kind of calm. It's, it was a lifetime show, so that tells yeah. me anything. It's more innuendos and stuff. Like you have to kind of figure it out. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's fun. It's happy. It's Latino accents. Oh, that's right, Carmen. I forgot Carmen. Carmen's uh, employer is a singer, um, Alejandro Rubio. He's a Latin singer, and she's Latin. Yeah, she's Latin. She's also a singer, but because she, she wanted she wanted to work for him because she thought he could help her get in show business. And in the end, they end up getting together, uh, being really fond of each other. But of course, it starts out roughly rough, and he actually ends up being gay. But that's all part of something that you find out, you know, throughout the show. And uh, she actually falls in love with her fellow helper, who's a butler, who's actually an Afro-American man. Um, so yeah, they have they have something for everyone. 
this sounds like a great show it's got all the elements you've got romance relationships camaraderie mystery funny very funny funny. little female centric yeah the ensemble cast yes drama intrigue religion (laughs) every now and then Rosie has Rosie has to go to confession (laughs) I don't know I like my boss more than I should like him what should I do Say 12 Hail Marys. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's also got those. It also sounds like it has those. The classic storyline of like upstairs, downstairs, Downton Abbey, where you exactly. have the wealthy and the help. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes the lines get really blurry. <laughs> well, that's the best part. Right. So, yes, I recommend it. Five, six, seven, eight, nine stars. It's, it's great. Wow. Am I going to have awesome. to start watching it again tonight? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you find something you like, just hang on tight. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for me. Awesome. Thank you for the recommendation. Yes, I like sharing. Next week, Ashley's going to share something amazing with us. It's a mystery for now. But I am. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it will be awesome. Trust me. Yes. It will be, be awesome. We trust. So. Well, until then, guys, make it a great week. Toodles.